Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. And as I said the last couple of weeks, I've been using this month to do some just one-off episodes, individual episodes, and then uh, we'll get back to a theme in our new season. And today, I, I want to talk about succeeding in your work and, and ways to do that, some just absolutely tried and true ways to do that for sure. Before we do that, just want to jump in again and just say we always value ratings, reviews that can tell other people about this podcast. So if, if you would do that, that would be uh, greatly appreciated. I would also say for those of you who've read my book or have my book, This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. Again, ratings and reviews are also super helpful. And uh, so if you can do that, we'd appreciate it on Amazon or Goodreads. It would be greatly appreciated if you uh, would take advantage of that. And by the way, there is a special discount going on right now through Goodreads. The discount code is READS, R-E-A-D-S 25, all caps, READS 25. Go on to Amazon and put in READS 25, you get 25% off the book. So beautiful hardcover book for $13 and change. What a deal. So I, I just... It, it'll help you so much. I just hear from people time and time again. They love the stories. They're so encouraging. They love to start their day with some inspiration and motivation. And uh, I just uh, want to get this book in as many people's hands as possible because I just think it's a great way to to uh, start your day. And, and uh, one reading each day take you about three minutes to read. And man, you're on your way. So take advantage uh, by all means, take advantage of that. You can get it for 25% off on Amazon. This is Living Daily Inspiration to Live Your Faith. And then just continue to have other material. RickMcDaniel.com is a great place to go to see all the things that are offered. But if you have the Bible app, the, the version, half a billion downloads, there are now three reading plans of mine that are on there set back to come back. The new one, Best Life and This is Living from based on the book. So those are all available to you and more to come uh, for free on Pray on the Pray app or Pray.com. Daily devotions with Rick McDaniel. You can tune in there and uh, Monday through Friday you can listen live on 2.30 on Pray Radio or you can listen on demand. There are now, gosh, like well over 150 different devotions that you could listen to. So, man, there's a lot of content there that you can uh, access. Um, so also the, the meditative prayer that I did that um, beautifully done they with the graphics and the music and walking you through if you have anxiety or worry and you just really need some words of encouragement and pray guided prayer that that is available as well uh, on the on the pray app and just encourage you to watch that listen to that you can it's really watch you can watch it like pray tv and just watch it it's very peaceful i think it'll do your world of good so I'd highly encourage you to to take advantage of that as well. So those are the resources that are out there for you. And by the way, if you want to get uh, delivered to your email each and every week, a new devotion every Tuesday morning, 5, 5 a.m. Eastern time. 
a new devotion comes out, just go to rickmintiano.com and fill out in the contact form, you know, section, f- sign up for the devotions. You get a free devotion every Tuesday morning delivered right to you. That, that'll that encourage you and, and, and bless you. So I would definitely uh, say go and do that uh, at rickmintiano.com and, and take advantage of that. And uh, just somebody asked me the other day, so I might as well throw this in. You know, they said, do you, you know, will you go and speak? I said, sure, of course I will. That's a big part of my life is being a speaker. I was a speaker more well known than I was as a writer initially. And so, um, yeah, there's a, a, again on rickmcdaniel.com, you fill out a contact form and um, ask me to come speak. Um, be happy to do that for you. So uh, business, church conferences, you know, all those sports, I do all, I've done all that stuff, all the, those sorts of things. And that's of interest to you. All right, let's just jump in here because 10 ways to succeed at work. So here's what happened. Uh, I don't even remember now where I saw this on social media, but a guy I've never heard of named Zane Khan, and he had, he had these uh, ways to accelerate your career. And I was just reading them and I'm thinking, gosh, this guy's been reading my mail. These are all things that I've I've talked about or written about uh, or both um, through the years. And I thought, you know what, this is some good stuff. So uh, I should do an episode on this. I do want to give him credit uh, in terms of the the concept. Uh, A lot of the material uh, is uh, examples and those sorts of things are obviously mine, but he's got to give Zane Khan his credit for the content. Good stuff here. So uh, 10 ways, I'm going to call it 10 ways to to succeed uh, in your work. Uh, Number one, communication. I mean, communication is my life written and spoken, so I'm a big believer in it. But I'm telling you, uh, I have an advanced degree in it as well, so uh, it's it's my thing. And the communication, of course, is is both the, the speaking and the listening, and and there's so much that goes into that. So being clear in your communication, um, repeating yourself, which you know you may not want to do, but I'm telling you, just take it from a guy who started a number of different organizations. Uh, over the years uh, so I know what it's like to start stuff from scratch I know what it's like to grow something and deal with growth challenges and you can never communicate enough uh, saying something again or maybe just a slightly different way with the same point goes a long ways being able to listen and the key here is is to be an active listener so that means that you your body language is, is open you're not your arms aren't closed and and uh, you're not sitting back uh, you, you're giving good eye contact you're leaning slightly forward you have an open body language that says hey I'm interested in what you're saying I'm interested and I want to hear what you have to say listening um, and just uh, not interrupting one of the great 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 oh man uh, dangers of communication is interruption interruption just breaks the flow so just be a good listener and be a good communicator be clear be consistent in your communication and uh, be repetitive and if you do those things you're you're going to be uh, it's number one for a reason let's just say that number two uh, positive attitude I mean it's just attitude is uh, is everything I mean Attitude affects your altitude. I mean, you know, here we go. I, I've got a million of them for you. Uh, again, something I've been speaking and writing on for for years. 
Um, and, you know, what is it? What are we talking about in the workplace? Well, we're talking about uh, not being a complainer, trying to find the good instead of immediately going to the negative. Anybody can go negative. Anybody can point out what's wrong. That does nothing to find the good in a situation, to look for the positive, to not be a complainer, uh, to to not be constantly critical. Now that that takes work. But it can be done. And even when you give criticism, you know, you start out with praise before you get to the criticism. It'll, it'll really it'll really go a long way. Speaking well of other people, not gossiping, talking behind people's back. I mean, it's just it's just such a terrible thing to do. It, it breaks down um, the, the team. It, 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 it just affects communication. It just puts a damper on the whole uh, work environment. It's just not something that you, you want to be involved in. It's, you don't want to be known as a gossiper and a complainer. That is uh, absolutely for certain. The third way is uh, relationship building. And, and here, you know, the classic adding value, you know, like look to add value before you ask people to do something for you, what can, what can you do for them? Helping others, you know, helping people. When people see you coming, they don't see you like, here comes the ask, Rick wants something, but rather being someone that that is there to add value, to assist them, to help them. That's how you build relationships. People want, you know, want to know that you care about them. And so, um, you know, the classic phrase, right? People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's it, man. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way early in my career. So take it from from me. I thought, gosh, you know, people, I'm smart and I, I, I know stuff. So, you know. Big deal. People want to know you care. They, they're glad that you're smart and you know stuff and they'll, they'll come a time when they'll really appreciate that. But in the beginning, it's, it's got to be about caring. And I would also just, you know, add to that uh, looking for commonality, common interests. You know, you build relationships because you have things in common. So you seek those things out, goes back to communication again. You'll never regret building relationships. You can never have too many friends. And believe me, there'll be times in your life to be so happy that you have those friends. So relationship building for sure. Fourth way, emotional intelligence. And I've, again, talked about this, written about this in my book, You Got Style. I talk quite a bit about this, which by the way, would be a great book for you to, to get. I talk about my new book, This Is Living, but a book I wrote called You Got Style, learning about your styles, your thinking style, your work style, your parenting style. There's a lot there that really your decision style, it's helped a lot of people in the workplace. Emotional intelligence, you know, just uh, dealing with your emotions and being able to um, just uh, not act impulsively, not just go off and lose your temper and start throwing around profanities. That that's uh, that that doesn't work. I don't think it ever worked, but man, today it's just not the way to go. Just be able to take a step back and 
and and uh, really try to understand why you're upset. And again, in terms of understanding others and their style and your style, understand what, what's going on, the consequences of what will happen when actions are taken. And, and again, uh, it, on my chapter on leadership styles, and, and just by the way, this is worth mentioning because I just saw this. The episode on leadership styles just comes right out of my You Got Style book is now the number one, number one most listened to episode of all time. And for for a long time, it was the episode on uh, advice from super successful people. That was always number one. And now that has overtaken it. So that tells you something. And the leadership styles, the entire chapter is about understanding emotional intelligence and the different styles and emotional intelligence of each style. So being able to just really um, realize your your own style, understand yourself and be able to know the consequences of actions that will be taken and proceed in that way, knowing uh, knowing what you're doing instead of just, you know, just flying off the handle, so to speak. Um, emotional intelligence, you know, they talk about EQ is more important now than IQ. And people skills are enormously significant today. Your people skills will get you very far in life and certainly in work. Okay, fifth way to succeed in your work is time management. Man, huge, huge, huge. One day I'm going to write a book called The Time of Your Life, all about the value of time, how to use time well, understanding the, the seasons in life and all those sorts of things. But here's what I can, can say is, you know, you've, you've got you've to have a, a, a schedule and uh, uh, it is not about prioritizing your schedule. By, by the way, one of my famous phrases, it's scheduling your priorities. You don't, prior, you don't look at your schedule and prioritize it. You look at your schedule and you schedule in your priorities and everything else goes around it. You got to learn how to delegate, not abdicate, by the way. Another great leadership lesson I've done many times. Difference between delegation and abdication. A lot of people think they delegate, they abdicate. It's just like they give it and walk away. You, you, you have a loop so that it comes back around. You're not just dumping something and leaving. You're giving it to people so that they can develop and grow their leadership. But there's a loop of accountability that goes into that. You have to be able to to practice the two big words in life. Yes and no. You know, there's times to say yes. There's times to say no. That's just a part of of uh, uh, of what it means. You, you can't do everything. It, it, you, what it means to, to develop a, a, a real time management uh, ethos in your life to be able to understand I am going to manage my time well and you cannot say yes to everything and manage your time well you have to again go where your priorities are and that's where the bulk of your focus uh, should be the the role of systems in this is enormously important I've taught so many staff members people I've hired through the years how to create systems and watch them. Uh, I had a guy one time who just like just could not get all his work done. And when we got done establishing all those systems, it was just amazing. Things went far better, 
far more smoothly and he was working less hours. And that is about creating systems. So all these things go into time management. You know, it's a, these are such big subjects, you know, every one of these, you know, again, I got a whole chapter on emotional intelligence, you know, communication. My goodness, I wrote an entire book on that um, way back in, back in the day. And uh, attitude, again, is another thing that, you know, these are these are giant concepts. So just giving you a few nuggets here. Uh, but man, this is where it's at. How about this one? Teamwork. I started my life in sports, 15 years, competitive athletics, and man, the lessons I learned have, have been such a such a blessing to me my my entire life. And so, you know, just being, a, what does it mean to be a good teammate? What does it mean to be on a team? And, and realize that uh, it takes everybody's contribution to, to make it happen, uh, to, to make it work. I remember my, you know, football is kind of my game, but I was, believe it or not, also a tennis player. And uh, uh, when I was junior, young, I was ranked. And then I got to high school and um, I never been on a tennis team before. Tennis was an individual sport. Then you know, then you find out, hey, I'm on a team, and I'll, I would I'll never forget. I got thrown in as a freshman into a super important match, and I lost. And my match was the deciding match that lost us. The you know lost. In other words, me losing meant we lost as a team. I'd never experienced that before in the sport of tennis. And man, it was just like a lifelong lesson. Like, wow, even this individual sport, there's a team concept. And, you know, just being able to celebrate other people's victories and wins and not just your own, you know, avoiding taking all the credit because, you know, it's just impossible to, uh, you know, again, in a sport like football, you know, running back scores to touchdowns. That's that's me. That's both my boys play college ball, both running backs. You know, that's what everybody sees. But if the linemen don't do their job, you know, that's not going to happen. If the if the right call is not made, the right play isn't run. Uh, a lot of things have to line up and then you got to do your part and then everybody wins. And so just praising people and. Uh, just uh, thanking them for being part of the team and doing their job to make sure that uh, the team is successful all the way around. And I just think it's marvelous to be on a team. I, I that's that's uh, that's the greatest. Uh, that's really the greatest thing that uh, you can can be a part of is you know doing something together that you could never do by yourself and having an impact far bigger than you could ever possibly have individually i mean that's that's really when you you know you're making a difference with your life so teamwork is enormously 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 important if you are going to succeed in your work all right persuasion persuasion you know being a persuasive person uh, this is super important. You've got to be able to persuade people. And I'm not just talking about sales here. Whatever work you are in, you are going to have to persuade people uh, that, you know, this is the way to go. This is the path to take. This is the direction uh, that we should we should follow. And so you really have to be able to, uh, first of all, you know, really kind of understand what do people care about? Like what, 
what matters to them so that you can persuade them that this matters. You need to know what matters to them, not just what matters to you. So many people miss it right here. You know, they give a compelling case for why we should do this. And it's based on their rationale and their understanding and their desires. And they don't understand what other people care about. And then, you know, this is a big part of my life these days. So it's near and dear to my heart. But the stories, you know, creating stories, sharing stories that resonate with them. And, uh, you know, this is what I do now with all these devotions is there's just story after story after story. And all these stories, um, you know, they they have the potential to resonate with people. And, and then, you know, how you communicate them is enormously important. And, and that, in, you know, that involves uh, brevity in the sense that, you know, no one wants to listen to something that goes on and on and on and on. So that's important to understand. And then, you know, there has got to be an appropriate amount of um, emotion. And um, this actually makes me think of something I should have said earlier, but I, I've been doing now the last few weeks, and this will be happening, these Monday motivation videos, two-minute mo- motivation. Uh, you can get them on my uh, Twitter, at Rick McDaniel, or on my Facebook, or um, Instagram, uh, Rick McDaniel underscore official, any of those places uh, I'm posting them now. And if you watch these videos, you'll see there's their brief, they're only two minutes and they have a story and there's an appropriate amount of emotion. You know, there's, there's a passion behind it. So the passion is really important that you have the passion and you put that all together and then, you know, you're a pretty persuasive person. And, you know, if you have a vision of what you want done or, you know, if you, to succeed, you know, you're going to have to persuade people that this is the way to go and these ideas work. And it's really, really important. Now, here's another side of it. Negotiation. Negotiation. I mean, it's this is part of life. And again, this is not just like for people that are trying to sell stuff. I mean, there's it's just really important to understand that many things in life in the workplace, by the way, and and marriage too. And I've been married for a while coming up on anniversary here in uh, just a few, just a few days next, just, yeah, just a few days from now. And marriage is about compromise. It's, it's about negotiating, you know, who's going to get what and what are we going to do and where are we going to go and what are we going to get? And, and so of course it involves listening. You know, you, you've got to be a listener, uh, Got to understand, you know, what the other person wants, what the other side wants, what the other group wants, whatever, however you want to say it. So that's a part of it. And then, you know, the other part is is being able to to to, you know, know what you know, know what know what you're worth, you know, understand uh, the value that you bring to to the table and don't sell yourself short in in any way shape or form. That's that's no good. This isn't about being arrogant. This is just about knowing, you know, this is what I know, this is who I am, this is what I'm good at, this is what I bring, this is my knowledge, experience, so forth and so on, and then proposing something, you know, that that really is mutually beneficial. I mean, that's kind of the whole game, the whole idea of the game, right? Let's, what can we, what can we propose that both sides can say, yeah, I can get behind this, this is, uh, this is good for, 
for you, good for me. Or again, it may be something that where you, you know, th- this is going to be more beneficial for you this time, but next time it is going to be more uh, beneficial for you. You know, we're, we're going to, we're going to, to work in such a way that both sides see a benefit coming their way. And uh, this, this negotiation stuff, man, I'm telling you, it's really, really, really important. All right. Here's another way to succeed in your work, and that is empathy. Just this is the classic putting uh, yourself in another person's shoes. This is another one of my tried and true statements that anyone who's ever worked for me or been under my leadership uh, would 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 have heard more than once. You know, what does it mean to put yourself in other people's shoes? And man, I tell you, we need it so bad right now in this country of ours. Uh, this the kind of division and the kind of uh, polarization. What does it mean to just try to understand, you know, where somebody else is, is coming from, f- trying to see it through their perspective? Very, very, very valuable. Of course, you have to actually care, you know, that's empathy. You've know, got to care enough. And then but caring is not just all there is to it. It's just really saying, OK, I'm, I want to try to get into your world and try to understand you and understand where you're coming from. And so this is being able to acknowledge people and, and their, their, uh, their feelings, their uh, perspectives, how they got to where they are, and um, really being generous with your time. Uh, it takes time to be empathetic. It takes your attention, your focus, and you've got to be willing to offer those to other people. But of course, the you know, there's great value in it. Um, it just people when they you know when they know that you're really a supportive person and that you're trying to understand and that you you know have a genuine interest in their well-being. I mean, that goes a long, 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 long way. And if you you just won't be successful with, without a, a proper degree of empathy. All right, here's the final one. Conflict resolution. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is what happens. People have conflicts. People have disagreements. This is this is part of life. If I could go back and, and this is, you know, succeeding at work, but if I could you, you just use the marriage analogy, just because a lot of these will work for you, by the way. Um, you know, you just think about different gender, different background, different personality. You know, you see all the differences there. And so, you know, whenever there's that many differences, now you get into the workplace and, you know, there's all these differences that that uh, exist. And so it's just set up for for potential conflict. So first thing is, you know, how can you avoid unnecessary conflict? I mean, that's the thing that you have to ask yourself. What can I do to avoid this, to not create a situation where there's perpetual conflict? It should really just be occasional. It certainly can never be never, but, you know, just avoiding unnecessary arguments and accusations, um, just really think long and hard. Is this, you know, is this worth it? You know, and I've asked myself that so many times you, you get an email from someone and you just, you know, don't fire off a response. Just sit for it. I just got one 
just the other day, you know, and I was like, I'm just do what I always do. I'm just going to sit on this and not just re- react out of emotion or frustration, but just, you know, going to be a mature adult, you know, but what's maturity? Delaying gratification, handling frustration. There's your most basic, simple definition. You're a mature person. You'll be able to delay gratification. You'll be able to handle frustration. And then you want to just focus more on solutions than problems. You know, again, anyone can point out the problems. Don't bring me your problems. Bring me the solution to the problem. You know, like, let's just figure out how we can how we can solve this. Not let's all spend all our time talking about the fact that this exists. This is a problem. But what can we do to solve it? Work on the resolution side. Very, very important. And and then being able to just, uh, you know, say you're sorry when you're sorry, you know, apologize. If it's your fault, then, you know, just own it. Just own it and then move on from it. You know, people are by and large, certainly mentally healthy people. They're, they'll accept an apology. They'll take it. They'll they'll grant forgiveness. But you know you got to be able to you got to be able to ask for it. So being able to own up to to what's happened and, and say you're sorry, and then we all make mistakes. We all mess up, and then being able to move on from there. So there you go. Those are. I mean, those are golden principles, really. I mean, and again, they'll, they'll, I mean, you'll be successful in life with practicing these, but particularly in, in, in your work, in your career. But again, this will help you in your family and your marriage and help you in a lot of other ways as well. If you can work on these and just as you know, you've listened today, you know, I'm just think about maybe one of them that maybe you need some work on and just, you know, focus on that. Or maybe listen again to that particular part and say, man, this is where I need to just focus a little bit more on, on being a little, a little bit better in one of these areas and see if that doesn't turn out to really help you uh, in your career, in your work. I think it will. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.